New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. Okay, all you traders and contractors out there, I know how much you guys love referrals. I know how much you guys love word of mouth advertising, word of mouth marketing, et cetera, et cetera. So today you're joining us for the third part of the series that I'm conducting with the referral marketing guru, Mr. Michael Griffiths. This episode is called Creating Strong Referral Partnerships, and it's the last episode out of a three-part series we've conducted called the ultimate referral marketing system for tradies and contractors. Guys, go check out the first two before you listen to this one. It will probably make a bit more sense to you if you do it that way. Uh, Michael's left behind a a really good resource for you as well, um, which you can get through either the show notes for this uh, episode or any of the episodes. So um, if you want to head across to that, it's the sitesheet.com forward slash blog forward slash referral dash three. But anyway, you'll be able to find that if you go to the sitesheet.com. You can also get it through the resources section. So if you head across to the sitesheet.com forward slash resources, you'll see a whole bunch of resources in there. Michael's the referral game plan being one of them. So go grab it. Now, please, if you enjoy this, go share it with somebody who else would get value out of it. Uh, That's the whole point. It's about spreading the word here. So we create the content. You share it. Go on. Go do it, please. Um, and likewise, if you can leave us a review, that'd be unreal. Well, only if you like it anyway. If you're enjoying the podcast, then uh, we would certainly appreciate a review. It's not hard for you to do that. You can just head across to uh, Google+, Plus, Facebook, just, um, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, blah, 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 wherever you listen to your podcast, really, um, and leave us a review. That would be very helpful. Anyway, that's all for me. Let's jump right in. Uh, looking forward to hearing your feedback on this. Uh, jump in the community if you're not already. It's the Facebook uh, private group. Um, you can see the link to that off the homepage of uh, the SciShare website. And um, we look forward to having a chat with you in that group and having you join the conversation. Okay, cool. Ciao. It is with an insane amount of joy that I come to you today saying that this podcast is proudly brought to you by the SiteShed's Surf and Learn program. That's right. This year, we are running our second Surf and Learn program over in the Maldives off the back of the hugely successful Surf and Learn 2018 program that we ran. It was so much fun. I cannot even begin to explain how cool these events are. Uh, We basically take a group of enthusiasts, if you will, across to the Maldives. We live on a luxury yacht, motor yacht, for 10 days, and we basically live the high life. We surf, we eat like kings, we drink if that's your thing, you can fish, you can do whatever you want, you can go scuba diving, all that crazy stuff. Um, And In the evenings, we do a business workshop, so it is a tax-deductible trip, and it is just the most amazing experience ever. Last year, it was mind-bogglingly good. Anyway, obviously, we're taking a boat, and boats have limited seats. So if you want to come to this event, you need to head across to the siteshed.com forward slash events, click on the Surf and Learn 2019 link, 
and go to the landing page there where you can secure your spot or you can find out more information about the event. These tickets will go quickly. I, there's a huge percentage of the guys that came last year want to come again and for reasons which you will see on the landing page. It is absolutely fantastic. The direct landing page is the siteshed.com forward slash surf 2019 if you want to go straight there. It is just amazing, guys. I really hope to see you there. The content's brilliant. The networking's fantastic. The location and the experience is like nothing you will ever experience. I can tell you, it is just brilliant. Anyway, that's all from me. I hope you hope to see you there and um, enjoy the podcast. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now, here's your host, Matt Jones. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to part three of the Ultimate Referral Marketing System for Tradies and Contractors, this series I'm conducting with my co-host, Michael Griffiths. Michael, welcome back. Thank you very much, Matt. Great to be with you. Um, Now, for the listeners that um, are not familiar, Michael is the referral marketing guru. This is the third episode. We're talking today about creating strong referral partnerships. Now, if you happen to miss the first two, go back and check them out because it will make more sense to you if you do. The first episode was called Building Your Referral Team. Previous episode was called How to Make the Most Out of Your Network. And as I just mentioned, this episode is called Creating Strong Referral Partnerships. So um, it was good. In the first episode there, we were really talking about, I suppose, ways that you can build out your network and ways you can go and find people for you know, your referral, your build your referral team, so growing your referral network. In the last episode, we were talking about how to really leverage and take advantage, I suppose, well, not take advantage, but uh, utilize, maximize uh, those networks that you've built in the first episode. And then in this episode here, what are we talking about, Michael? Yeah, how do we partner up with other uh, businesses around us? How do we leverage into their uh, networks and clients? How do we just build mass exposure? If I sort of go, the fastest way to be able to grow a business is to simply leverage off everybody else and not do anything yourself. And that's what we're going to look at doing. So could you just um, just go back and just recap on what you said in the, in the previous episode when you were talking about the difference between the team, the network and the partnerships? Yeah. So our referral teams are building teams of people that become our referral sources. So by following sort of set agendas, having the right sorts of conversations, that's going to create you more referral opportunities. So that's the first thing. The second thing, we've all got networks. So our networks include our family, our friends, our clients, our prospects, everyone on social media, everyone that we've got around us. How do we get those people to be creating opportunities for us? So that's just a day in, day out. You want to be being spoken about. You want to be being remembered. You want to be being recommended by your wider networks. Then we get into partnerships. And partnerships are more strategic, not so much to generate uh, referrals, but to generate mass leverage and exposure so that you're getting seen as fast and as wide as possible. And uh, to me, this is this is the fun one. This is which blows up a business really quickly. Yeah, okay. Interesting. All right. So uh, when we're talking partnerships here uh, at a business level, are we still talking to everyone or is this more directed at management? No, uh, it really could be anyone and, and everyone. So, so around partnerships, again, for most of the people who are, who are listening here, are, are tradies that are listening, you have a specific area. 
So I'm going to share uh, here what happened when we used a, a health professional. They were in Caves Beach, which is sort of Lake Macquarie, New South Wales area. So they had their specific area. It's about a 15-kilometre, 10-mile type radius where they got their clientele from. So what we did, they had, they had left the, the uh, government system, created their own business, and off they went. Well, they were full in 45 days. This is what we did. So I simply said, great, go and find every business that your clientele goes into, cafes, restaurants, other types of local businesses. Go and find wherever your type of clientele, gyms, personal trainers, go and get every single one of them. And now find a way that you could collaborate and create a win-win. So, for example, the cafes were, well, the cafe would say to him, well, if you wouldn't mind giving a free coffee card to your client and in return, we'll put your DL flyer on the counter for you. Right. Well, off he went. He found nearly 80 places that were willing to be able to put his DL flyer on their counter. It didn't take long before he had a three-month waiting list simply because he was seen everywhere. Right. You could not go into a store in Caves Beach without seeing his face. <laughs> That's what creating partnerships is all about, creating mass exposure. I'm just curious, and we may get into this, and if we're going to, then just, again, tell me to shut up. But um, how do you gauge and monitor and track and analyse, you know, record the success of this sort of things? I mean, obviously, he's booked out for three months, but then how do you go back and say, right, well, you know, this is what works better. This is the best apply. How do you optimize it? Yeah, to begin with, I'd probably just say, Matt, don't just care. Suck it up and get it done. Yeah, just don't worry about it. Sure, you could put codes so you know where things were coming from. I don't know. I sort of go, you're just creating yourself a whole other level that doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, if you've got enough work and you're on a waiting list, doesn't really matter. Um, I suppose you could always ask them. <laughs> yeah, correct. You could always ask or you could have a different code on each thing so that way then they had to enter a code. That's how you could do it. I'm a little bit more in the don't care lazy mould. As long as I've got enough coming in, I'm okay with that and I'll just keep on going. So I'm probably not the best person to answer that question either uh, just because of pure laziness on my behalf. But <laughs> you would use codes if you really wanted to understand exactly what was working and where people were coming from. Plus, as you just said, you could just simply ask them and then just record it that way too. I suppose respectful of the fact as well that we're trying to create a, a smooth journey and the less hiccups or the less obstacles that people have to encounter, the better. So it's probably not a great idea to make them enter a code using a QR code, scan it in their phone, and, you know, like, anyway. Correct. Yep, no, correct. Yes, so... To start off partnerships, you just got to think, who, where else are my clients spending money? What are the cafes? What are the restaurants? What are the other local businesses? Uh, what are the sporting clubs? What are the after-school activities? What are the, the, the types of shops that they're going to? They're the best places for, in particular, tradies to be able to create partnerships with. The other local businesses where your households are walking into. So don't worry so much around service providers. They're more for your teams. Think more around the consumer types of, of businesses and how you can sort of partner up with them 
And again, very similar to our referral teams, it's about asking. Once you identify, it's about asking. And then it's about just having a conversation to see where is the win-win. There's a lot of places that are going to be happy to do things for you and they don't want anything done back in return because A, they're not ready. They've never thought about it. They're actually embarrassed to ask you to do something. So you just say, woohoo, thanks. You can do something for me and I'll just keep going on my way. Yeah. I love it. And then what about first those of the listeners out there that don't necessarily run a, you know, they might be a little bit more online or they might be, you know, working a state or things like that. Is there certain, would you be effectively, I don't know, you said you, tr- you, don't, you don't typically want to partner with service providers. Why is that? Uh, well, it's easy to keep those people more so for your referral teams than oh, okay. at a partnership level. You can do things through banner ads. You can do things through... Uh, email marketing, there's the sky's the limit to what you can do. So no, you don't have to be a local business with businesses around you. You can do this however you want, online or offline. Okay. So how do you get this thing rolling there? Is it the same sort of thing that we go down the, we do one thing for each other, first of all, and then we expand on it? Yeah. So, so certainly, I think with this, a lot of the time it's about awareness. We leave so many opportunities on the table because we're just not thinking partnership way of thinking. Mm. So it's amazing how many billboards you'll go past or magazines you'll open up where there's a potential partner right there in front of you. And all you need to do is just reach out to them to be able to see, is it something that they're interested in doing? So I sort of go, you should be asking 10, 15 potential people every single week because half won't be ready another few will knock you back and that'll give you a good three, four a week to be able to have conversations with. So going back to the last episode where we were talking about, um, you know, you can uh, you go down the grow, engage conversations. Are we talking then about engaging or is that sort of the conversation? Yeah, so to start with, we've got to, we've got to ask. And then once you've, you've asked, you've got to have a conversation to what does this look like? Is there a fit? Can we actually do anything together? What would you like me to do for you? And are you happy to do this for me? So I will always start with, so what could I do for you? You've always got to go into the, how are you going to help them first before you come back to, would you mind doing this for me? And until you have that conversation, nothing else matters. Okay. Because you've got to get yourselves on the same page and be willing to actually do something for one another. We interrupt this podcast today to talk to you very quickly about Tradey Web Guys content creation program. That program has been designed specifically for trade-based organizations as a way that you guys as trade business owners can start creating content that enables you to engage better with your customers and your potential customers. It will enable you to build trust and build rapport because what you're doing is you're investing in educating them biggest problem that we see with our customers today is that they're not regularly updating their websites. And that's a problem because first of all, the search engines are looking for that. And second of all, potential customers are also looking for it. Trady Web Guys content creation program has been specifically designed to help you get regular relevant content on your website consistently every month. We know that it's hard when you're out there on the tools and we know that sometimes you don't always have the time to be able to do these things yourself. So we're taking it off your hands for you. It's a service that we're offering for you guys. We want to make sure that you're getting this done because we know how important it is. Anyway, head across to tradywebguys.com.au forward slash content 
Fill in the form and one of our representatives will come back to you. There's literally no point in even having a conversation or taking it any further in terms of strategy or whatever until you've effectively taken those initial steps. You've had the conversation. You've asked what, we, what I can do for you. You've asked what, I, what you can do for me. And then we've gone, gone out and actually done those things, right? Spot on. Yeah, yeah good. exactly oh, right. Save so much time. <laughs> Where were True. you 10 and, years and, ago? God. <laughs> and for a lot of people, save a lot of angst and anxiety because so many people are worried about the last or second last step and you might not even get there. So there's no point worrying about it until you actually do get there. So I think this sort of stops a lot of people from being frozen and allows them to still get out and actually do the things. Yeah, okay. So I'm curious as to, uh, I know in the last um, episode you were talking about, um, you know, the accelerators or the different. Yeah. Does does, uh, this episode run off the same accelerators or is it different? That we've got uh, different accelerators. So yep. uh, first accelerator is create leverage. So okay. that's simply how do you continue to get into someone else's network who has exactly the same audience that you have and you don't compete? So our very first business was a, was a tutoring business and we had like three clients. I remember at the same time I was just wrapping up teaching and I was at a, um, a netball park, uh, 34 courts. I was watching some of our students play. And there were 34 courts, two teams, 10, 10 people on each. So you can see like hundreds and hundreds of people. Well, it ran from 4 p.m. through to 10 p.m. every Friday. It was like, there's 2,500 of our families right here in front of me. <laughs> Very next Monday, spoke to the association, said what we were doing, told them I was there on Friday, was just really happy with how they ran everything and so forth. I'd love to be able to see how we might be able to collaborate. We do tutoring for, for North Shore families around the same. And they say, oh, yeah, we'd be more than happy to promote you in our, in our next mail out. And so we went from three clients to 484 in three. <laughs> <laughs> and then that opens a whole nother bundle of problems, which we're probably not Correct. <laughs> but, but that's just... I didn't know what this was going to look like. Right. I had no clue what I could even do. I had three clients. I'd been in business for like two months. I had no clue, but I didn't need to. All I had to do was ask the question and see how I was going to be able to help them. And in the end, they didn't want any help. They were just happy to give someone a go. Mm-hmm. And you find a lot of people are like that. Like we promote lots of things where I don't need them helping me. Um, I remember that story all nine years ago that people are just happy to give others a go if you're willing to ask. Mm-hmm. So the create leverage is you just have to every day be going, how do I create more leverage and get into other people's networks where I could speak to 10, 50, 100 people all at once? The second accelerator is build your audience. So through partnerships, build your audience. That just simply means put more people into your CRM. So how do you give a guide, a tool, something which allows you to collect name, email, data so that you're building your audience? That's so much easier to do when you do that through partnerships. So you could go to a local sporting association. You could go to a club that your child plays in. You could go to 
the school. And you can say, hey, we've got this great checklist on how to make sure that you're safe for the summer holidays, how to uh, protect your house from electrical short currents while you're away. And now people are going to give their details in exchange for this checklist guide and now you're building your audience. Mm -hmm. Well, don't do that one by one by one by one. Do that through creating partnerships where you can now get 10, 20, 50, 100 people at a time Mm -hmm. for you to be able to then nurture and stay front of mind off and obviously be able to sell to down the track. So that becomes the second accelerator. How do you build your audience through partners by getting them to promote your lead magnets, your tool, a guide, a checklist, et cetera? Mm -hmm. Then the third one is around mass exposure. So how do you create mass exposure through getting on other people's podcasts, speaking at people's events? No matter where you're at, there is a Lions Club, there is a Toastmasters, there is a Chamber of Commerce, there is a Rotary that are always looking for speakers. Okay, where you are in the world, you are doing them a favour by going and saying, hey, would you mind if I got to present? And you might go, hold on, I'm a trainee. Well, how am I going to present? You know so much in your head that I've got no clue and will never have any clue about. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do is start getting more exposure and start sharing what's in your head so that people can actually start to see that you're as good as what you know you are. So how do you get get on podcasts, get on speaking events, get to do webinars for other people where, again, you now get to get exposure in front of lots of people rather than just one by one by one and they become our accelerators. Such a paradigm shift, I think, for some of the listeners out there to realize, like Michael just said, that you guys really are like a wealth of knowledge when it comes to so many things that people would have no idea whatsoever about. Yet, I think, and it's probably not necessarily relevant to tradies. I mean, that's all I'm around all day, so that's my experience. But I know, you know, like even to the at the basic level of communicating to people, you know, you know how they can, you know, prolong the life of a a job you've done, a renovation, a deck stain, or whatever it might be. Like those sort of things are so valuable. People appreciate that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I agree. Like, get out there, and I mean, and there's so many networking groups that are so useful for tradies, aren't there, Michael? Like, you look at some of these, um. You know, BNIs and all these kind of chamber of commerce events, all these kind of things. Like you don't hear too many bad stories from tradies being involved in those things. No, very, very true. And again, great places for you then to be able to go and grow your networks. And then from there, you're going to find people that can be part of your referral teams. And from there, you'll also find other people who can you can partner with and, and create an audience leverage exposure through. So spot on. So once we've got, I suppose, uh, those three accelerators, once they're in order, is there like a right or a wrong way to go about uh, pulling a trigger, approaching those people, you know, get, um, getting in their space? Like I said before, you know, I get people all the time on LinkedIn reach out and they say, oh, you know, go blah, blah, blah. You know, like th- there's quite a fine line that you're going to walk, isn't there, which for, between doing it the right way and then just looking like a complete dickhead. Yeah. So I have a simple motto in life. Look to help someone else first before asking for help. Okay. And I think if you always go down that path, you'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. All right, mate. Well, look, this has been great. Um, is there anything you wanted to recap on before we wrap it up? No, I think as we said sort of back there in part one, it's all just about taking action. 
Um, Everything we've gone through can feel overwhelming, can feel big, can feel I can't do that um, just on the tools. Nah, you can. And you just do one small little thing and that'll move you forward. Then just do the next small thing. Just take little action steps. So speaking of action steps, um, guys, I'll throw a challenge out to you. Um, Head across to either the show notes for whatever episode, uh, one of these episodes in this series, or you can head across to uh, thesideshow.com forward slash resources, where you'll be able to get hold of Michael's referral game plan. Now, um, I'm just squeezing through this thing right now. It's awesome. So it's a really good, uh, I suppose, step-by-step instructions on what you guys can do to take a bit of action and get get the ball moving. Uh, Michael, also, you do have a book, don't you? Yeah, we do have a book, um, The Referral Guide, Step-by-Step Plan to Generating More Referrals into Your Business. So um, that's available on Amazon, I know, because I bought it uh, last week. Uh, so uh, guys, if you want to go check that out, I'll put a link to, the, um, to that as well within the show notes there. Definitely worth reading, I think. And you know, you guys are out there, you know you rely so heavily on, on referrals, so why not take a bit of action and try and compound that? Michael, thank you so much for coming and sharing. It's been awesome. Nah, absolute pleasure, Matt. Thank you so much for, for having me. Um, love being able to do these uh, three parts and be able to hopefully, hey, just take one small step and get one small win and, yeah, we've been able to help in some way and that's fantastic. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, that is a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of Toolbox Talks. If you're liking what you hear, then you can head across to the siteshed.com where you can join our community by signing up to our Toolbox Talks. Uh, You'll get sent a weekly notification, which is basically a highlight of everything that we've spoken about during that week, along with any other industry news that may be relevant or specific to the trades. If you're enjoying the show, you can head across to iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud where you can leave us a review. Uh, That would be fantastic, and all the reviews get read out in the show. Uh, Likewise, if you have any friends or colleagues that you think would benefit from the show and the the episodes that we create, then please go ahead and share it with them. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.